Welcome to your best DSD. It's been a while since we've recorded in the lab. It has. It's been a few weeks, but I'm so happy to be back in here. It feels like we <laughs> never stopped recording, and yet it's been so long. So the lab, for those of you who have who are new here, is the Lash and Beauty Bar in Half Moon Bay, California, located in the shops at Harbor Village. You can book your services at the lab at lashandbeautybarhmb.com. And also make sure you're following on Instagram. Yes, please. So, Alyssa, today we're going to be talking about probably one of my favorite things and your... <laughs> the bane of any esthetician's existence? <laughs> one of your biggest frustrations with me as your friend and somewhat skincare client. <laughs> it's I'm your client. Sure, you don't pay me. <laughs> I pay you in love. You do pay me in love. And you also buy me beer or <laughs> drinks or food after the fact. And you produce this wonderful podcast for us. So Exactly. We it just all- trade talents. That's exactly right. <laughs> so tanning is my favorite thing. Um, I went to college in Hawaii and that's sort of when I started wanting to be tan. I, I realized that I like the way that my my skin and my body and like everything looks better when I'm tan. Did we actually say what we were talking about or did you just go right into talking about tanning? I said that we were going to talk about tanning. I think you said we we're going to talk about my favorite thing and then we oh. didn't specify. Well, anyway, we're talking about tanning. I've, I assumed everyone. <laughs> everyone knew what your favorite thing was. Everyone knows my favorite thing is tanning. They do now. (laughs) It's obvious. I mean, it's actually not since I'm not super tan these days. I've I've cut back on my tanning. I went to get a spray tan. And when I took off my clothes, the lady looked at me and was like, okay, I want to manage your expectations here. How dark do you expect to get? Are you Scandinavian? And first of all... (laughs) If you look at me, I am clearly not Scandinavian, but I am apparently that pale underneath it all. Anyone looking at your face would never guess Scandinavian. No, but I, guess I have brown hair and brown eyes. And people usually, when they're guessing your ethnicity, they'll go maybe like Persian. Yes, exactly. Like I get Latin, Persian, or, or Middle Eastern. Yeah. Sometimes I get Ukrainian when I'm really pale and my hair is dark. But I do not get, like, which is weird, but, like, I haven't been that pale with dark hair in a really long time. Yeah. So I like being tan, especially in summer. It, ma- it makes me feel sexier. And if I haven't worked out in a while, the fastest way you can make your body look better is just by tanning it. If you can't tone it, you can tan it. Uh, sure in the moment but then that's the quickest way to age yourself and make your skin look leathery and get skin cancer okay only only when we're talking about tanning with uv rays yes there we're are gonna get other methods of tanning yeah we're gonna get into all of it so you all know tanning was not always a popular thing i think you're probably aware that like pre-industrial revolution being tan meant you were sort of like a lower socioeconomic class you were probably working outside and that's how you were getting tan so the the higher class people like it was more fashionable to be really pale yeah because it meant you weren't working you were inside you were chilling and letting other people do the work for you and back then I mean this this was 
the golden age for also like eating whatever you want body positivity i think it was no i mean corsets were a thing so maybe not yeah but being being fat was cool because it meant that you uh, had money had money had money to eat food yeah i I don't hate that (laughs) had money to eat food and you weren't getting skin cancer you were pale and fat <laughs> and that was considered desirable and then the industrial revolution came and wrecked all of that by moving the the lower socioeconomic classes inside into factories everybody sort of, when everybody migrated to the cities to go work inside then it became less accessible to be tan so it, that sort of switched right like we switched from being in vogue was pale and round to being fashionable and wealthy and elite meant you were able to play tennis and go on vacations and be on a yacht in the south of France. So tanning meant that you were rich enough to go on a vacation, basically. Got it. That makes sense. (laughs) And whether or not you are rich enough to go on a vacation, I feel like in since the industrial revolution we've always wanted to be tan and by we i mean me yes you've (laughs) wanted to be tan you did go through a pale phase you went through a vampire phase (laughs) and then and then you went to hawaii and that was long gone and you were we did a quick 180 yeah like polar opposite (laughs) all of the tan all of the tan every day but you and I, as millennials, we grew up seeing, like, Britney Spears, who always had a, a killer tan. Yeah, yeah like, most celebrities did. Her abs, do you remember her abs back in the early 2000s? I mean, she if, if she's alive, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff going out there, but she still has pretty killer abs. But yes, her tanned abs were... Iconic. Yes. And then, who and Paris else? Hilton. I think Paris I- Hilton had a tan. She was, like, orange, but she... You know, she did it with the low-rise jeans. She was probably one of the pioneers of self-tanning products. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Along with the cast of Jersey Shore. We oh can't, my God. We can't forget Jersey Shore when we're talking about tanning. No, we can't. And, and I think that that's what you look like when you get tanned. Not you, <laughs> just everyone. Everyone who gets tan, who over tans looks like they belong on Jersey Shore. <laughs> if you haven't seen Jersey Shore... I mean, you live under a rock, but well, no, some some people don't watch it, but you know what it is. You've seen it. You know who Snooki is. Yeah. Look up Snooki Polizzi and just is that her not last name. I think so. I, I don't I guess she, I didn't even got, think about the fact that she had a last name. <laughs> she's just Snooki. She's Snooki. But her her given name, I believe, was Nicole Polizzi. Ah, oh, that's right. She has a first name, too. She yeah. Her parents didn't name her Snooki. No. <laughs> But Snooki is another iconic, (laughs) iconic tanning queen. (laughs) She is famously quoted in Jersey Shore as talking about how Barack Obama taxed the tanning beds. And so now she has to, (laughs) she had to switch to spring tanning herself. No, it was a tragedy. Yes. What a tragedy (laughs) that was. Tanning bed taxes, man. What a time to be alive. Oof, I, I love it. I'm here for it. I'm Yeah, we're having sort of a resurgence of that Y2K culture now. So it's nice to think back on my youth. <laughs> and, and like... The I days can, of the spray or of the tanning beds and the, the snooky bump. It's coming back. 
I don't mind the Snooki bump coming back. The and tanning, I, no, 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 no. But like being tan. Yes. Oh, we're okay with being tan. Are you? Yeah, I'm okay. I mean, if, as long as it's not damaging your skin cells, like you're sure. okay. Let to be clear, you're okay with a fake bake. Yes, 100%. You condone a fake bake. I don't dislike the appearance of tan. I just... I think that's important to clarify. Yeah, I do not... I don't have anything against people being tan. Also, some people are naturally tan. I used to be. I don't I don't know what happened, but... Well, if you used I to live be in... in your... I live in Half Moon Bay, and it's cloudy all the time. That's what happened. Well, that does... And I'm indoors more. That, mean, that means that you used to get suntanned. Yes, I played soccer. And I got tan from being out in the sun. I also didn't used to wear sunscreen. And I used to go into tanning beds and put the little Playboy Bunny sticker. The little stickers that you put somewhere on your body just to prove that you had. Oh, yeah. That you had tanned. I used to have multiple tanning. I wonder if uh, Tanning brand memberships so (laughs) that I could go to different places within 24 hours before vacation. So shortly before COVID, I actually got a membership at a tanning bed chain and I'm staring at you with dagger eyes like right it, now. as recently as 2020 oh I did that I didn't go very many times because COVID happened the last time I had a tanning membership was Australian tan Australia tan um in like 2015 and then there was another tanning place down the street and I was there as well like I said so I could go to both places within 24 hours because they wouldn't let you (laughs) and so then I would do both and I was like I need my base tan base tans aren't a thing so why aren't base tans a thing what what is well people think that if they get start off tan and then they go on vacation they won't burn because they're tan already and that's not how it works so if if you just lay out for too long you burn no matter what right okay if we're gonna get into the aesthetic side of all of this first of all what a tan even is is your skin protecting itself against uv rays okay and it's producing melanin to protect it and for estheticians and dermatologists we have something called the fitzpatrick scale it's one to six and it helps us assess your vulnerability to skin cancer what do you think i am like a three maybe a four so like medium so yeah so one means like you can't you never tan you burn and okay. going outside within five minutes, the UV rays are harmful without so like, sunscreen. You are pure Irish. Yes, like you're translucent, like British. Yes, yes. Scandinavian, maybe. Exactly. And then you know, six is you are very, very dark, chocolatey, beautiful, not very prone to skin cancer skin. So that's that's how you determine how susceptible you are to things like skin cancer and aging and other things. And so. Basically, depending on where you're at on that scale will determine how harmful those rays are going to be to you. So you can build a tan. You don't burn super easily, right? I don't burn unless I lay out for too long. Right. So for you, I mean, it's it's not as terrible, but it's you still need sunscreen. You need to protect yourself. You need to wear at least SPF 15, but I mean, I would say to safely tan and quote-unquote safely because it's still not safe spf 25 i think and then lay out as an esthetician like you're almost morally obligated to 
tell us all that there's no such thing as a truly safe, natural suntan. Correct. I mean, there really isn't. And uh, the truth of the matter is even most people don't wear enough sunscreen. They're not putting enough on their, their face and body. So you're, those rays are still going through or they're not reapplying. You're not going to walk out with, you know, sunscreen covered and not get any vitamin D or any kind of tan. Mm-hmm. But you are protecting yourself from the harmful rays. So when I've tanned more recently, like natural in the sun, I'll do sunscreen and I'll only be out for 90 minutes. So those are the parameters that I've set for myself, like as an adult. I mean, that I, that's honestly the best you can do. And it's not like perfect. It's not 100%. You're still putting yourself at risk, but it is the safest way that's the compromise that I'm willing to make. That's, that's the, the condom <laughs> versus the, the chastity <laughs> is what that is. Condom versus chastity. What, what do we think pull-out method <laughs> Yeah, you know what? It's more pull-out method. It's more pull-out method. So far, so far, so good. Knock on wood. Um, so we've talked mostly about natural tanning so far, but you mentioned tanning beds and then the other options for getting tan, if that's something that you want, you subscribe to the Snooky philosophy of life where tanner is better. You can do UV beds and spray tans like it, at a salon there, or with somebody who does spray tans, or you can give yourself a tan at home using self-tanning products. So what do you think about each of those methods, Alyssa? I mean, there's nothing wrong with with spray tan or self-tanner. I mean, there are probably brands out there that don't have amazing ingredients in them, but there's lots out there that have safe ingredients. Um, I'm a big fan of the spray tan and uh, the self-tanner as well. One time I got a spray tan for my friend's wedding and while I was sleeping, my dog licked all of the spray tan <gasps> off of one shin of my leg. Oh, my and God. Threw up a little bit. Ew. And I freaked out thinking he was poisoned. So I called animal poison control. <laughs> they made me pay $99 for them to tell me that DHA, the dihydroxyacetone that's in it that stains your skin, is non-toxic. So that's a good thing to know. Like DHA is non-toxic. Yep. Your dog and can eat it. And well, that's I mean, okay. like it will, it can cause like digestion issues. It's not like a you food. You shouldn't eat it. You should not eat it. But like <laughs> if they lick it off of you, it's fine. And if it's fine for them to even lick a little bit, it's fine for it to be on your body. For sure. There like are some issues with inhaling it. So you should try not to breathe. While you're getting spray tanned. If you yes. go somewhere to get a t- spray tan. I love, I love a spray tan almost mu- as much as I love a good natural tan. I would have someone spray tan me every week if I could afford it. Um, yeah. I mean, but you can also get the same results with self-tanner. You use the mint, you apply it on yourself. Okay, you could, but you have to practice. Yes, but, I mean, isn't it worth it? I feel it, like it's worth it to practice and I get better at so no, that you, you don't you don't prematurely age or get skin cancer. <laughs> Using self-tanning products takes practice because I don't know about you, Alyssa, but I, when I use a self-tanner, I always end up with like weird streaks on my ankles and like my knees. What are you doing? Do you use the mitt? Yeah. 
work in sections Sm- like work on work in sections and give it a minute put it on your your like your tummy and your chest and stuff and then stop and then like give it a minute and then your back and then your like your thighs and then your shins so how long are you do you recommend waiting in between each section I mean not long I just mean like stop and wait to make sure it's not doing things like don't rush and try to do your whole body I mean you can but like probably what I've done wrong because I I don't want it to take that long yeah but but it's true if I think about it when when I get a spray tan she's going over certain parts multiple times exactly you work in sections and you go over it to achieve like the right depth and darkness that you're looking for and that's how you can make sure it's like smooth and there aren't any streaks and you're paying more you're paying closer attention so the last thing we're going to talk about with the different methods of tanning I want you to give a rating to each method so what would you rate natural tanning with sunscreen natural tanning with no sunscreen UV bed tanning and spray tanning or self tanner I mean Natural tanning with sunscreen is like a th- – I'm going to give that a zero, and I'm going to give zero. natural tanning without sunscreen like a negative 50. <laughs> um, I just can't morally – I mean, I guess I'd rather you – maybe a three for with sunscreen. Maybe. I still hate it. But – and then self – I mean, self-tanner and spray tanning, like 10 out of 10, why not? 10 out of 10. Do it. Do it. I mean, make sure, like, check the brands. Make sure there's nothing in there that's going to give you an allergic reaction. There are a lot of really great brands out there that don't have harsh chemicals, fragrances, and other things. Not everyone's sensitive to that stuff, but just, like, know yourself. And if you Mm -hmm. are, just make sure you're using a brand that doesn't have that stuff. And if your dog licks your shin, you're fine. So that actually brings us to our first listener question on Ask an SD. It's your favorite part of the show, Alyssa, where listeners send us questions and you get to answer. Oh, my God. I could do this all day. I mean, I literally tell my clients to text me what they have at home. Like, I want to talk about this stuff all day long. So amazing. We have a form in the show notes if you want to share your questions and have Alyssa answer. The question today, the first question about tanning today is from Anonymous in Palo Alto, California. And she says, I have sensitive skin and break out in rashes or hives whenever I get spray tanned. I love being tan and want to do it in a healthy way for my skin, but my skin is not cooperating. What tanning products would you recommend for someone with sensitive skin? I mean, it's hard to answer that because it kind of sounds like you have a very specific um, reaction to, to something yeah. in whatever you're Hives. using. Ouch. Like that's, that's an allergic reaction and it might be to the DHA. Like just because it's non-toxic doesn't mean you can't be allergic to it. So it's actually possible to be allergic to DHA. Yeah. It's a, I mean, I think it's a, uh, possible to be allergic to anything. Yeah. So it could be that, but it also could be a fragrance or something that's in all these, these brands that you've been trying. Um, they're, I can't say for sure that anything would work. Right. Um, well, I, I know the brand Eco Tan. They have one that it's like fragrance free, synthetic, ingredient free, like paraben free. 
no animal derivatives, all plant derived. Like there's a lot of things and that could potentially work. But I would say if all of them aren't working for you, it's probably the DHA and you might just not, you might be out of luck. Yeah. That's so crazy that if you are allergic to DHA, you just can't use self-tanner because that's, that's in everything, right? Yeah. That's it. Like that's the chemical that, that gives you the tan. Yep. Wow. Okay. Question number two is from Catherine in Richmond, Virginia. I know natural suntanning doesn't come without risk, but I'm still going to do it. What are your recommendations for sunbathing au naturel to keep it as safe as possible for my skin? Well, circling back to what I said, SPF 25 and reapply and reapply every 90 minutes and just accept the fact that you're not going to get as dark but you'll still get a nice color and I haven't said it yet but it needs to be said you need a quarter teaspoon for your face and neck two finger lengths and you need two tablespoons for all exposed areas of your face and body and we've talked about sunscreen for your face before in previous episodes. So yes. listen back to episode one, which is Alyssa's skincare commandments. If you want to hear a little bit more about sunscreen specifically, recommendations, all of that. Yeah. Your natural suntan is going to look good if you do it consistently. Yes. So if you stay out in the sun for a little bit every day, like in the summer, like if you have a pool at your house or your apartment complex and you just lay out, a few times a week you'll get tan yes even if you're wearing sunscreen yes and you'll damage your skin even if you're wearing sunscreen but like yeah you have to do that own that you have to do that cost benefit analysis for yourself yes I I can't do that for you <laughs> but then you will come to me and be like how do help how do I get rid of the hyperpigmentation and the the wrinkles and Wear a big hat, I think, is is what I've started doing is is hats for my face. So then your face will look 20 and your body will look 80? Yeah, but not that many people are going to see my body when I'm old. They'll see your chest. Unless you're just going to wear turtlenecks your whole life. Maybe. That that might be the move. That might be the move. (laughs) Okay, the last segment we're going to do today is our celebrity beauty segment. I have a quote from my one of my favorite comedians, and that is Nikki Glaser. And she wrote in a personal essay in April of 2020, so when it comes to beauty, I prioritize the two things that I can do as a pasty, overworked, dry-skinned, acne-prone, frizzy-haired, basic bitch to elevate my hotness. Number one is get a spray tan. I hate to say it, but when I look tan, I genuinely feel more deserving of love. It covers up my acne scars, my uneven skin tone, and the bags under my eyes like nothing else. I go dark, which, I'll be honest, by the third day makes me look like a lizard shedding its skin. But even then, I'd rather look reptilian than unlovable. (laughs) This is a really intense statement. And I find it really relatable because when I look in in the mirror at myself when I'm tan, I'm super excited about that. Like, I like the way that I look when I'm tan. And when I'm pale, I notice a lot more flaws and they bother me more. I mean, I think that this relates to almost every service I offer, not just tanning. Yeah. I think that there's lots of little things that we do to make ourselves feel 
more put together, better, with minimal effort on a daily basis. For sure. And I think, well, I mean, it's kind of like contouring. You contour to hide certain things and you highlight to pronounce more things. So tanning is kind of like contouring all over your body. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't disagree. I mean, it's Nikki Glaser, so I think there's a level of <laughs> of sarcasm, but also truth to what she's saying. Right. Um, I I think you know saying deserving of love is extreme, but I I get it. I can't say that. I can't say that I uh, don't get it. I think a lot of what we do when we're getting like beauty treatments, you know, if you, whether that's lashes or nails, or your spray tan like you feel like you look better and therefore you're more worthy of attention or love or whatever it is or you love yourself a little bit more you love yourself more because yeah you feel better yep so essentially at the end of the day like whatever you feel like is what makes you feel good is the thing that you want to be doing Yes, I think it's important to to love yourself, whether you're, you're tan, whether you have lashes or not, like, of course, but I think there's nothing wrong with little enhancements that make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. Especially that when they're not damaging, like spray tan, self tanner doesn't damage you. Tanning naturally without sunscreen, not so much, but like. Right. How much more are people like, are you going to love yourself in 20 years or less than 20 years if you get skin cancer are you going to be mad at yourself yeah are you gonna say wow I knew better and I did that anyways or when you have pigmentation all over the place and or leathery skin and you know what if you do and you because back in the day people didn't know better and they used to put baby oil on and like it is what it is but and there's ways that we can make it better and we can work with what you've got and you're still beautiful but if you don't have that problem yet you, there's still hope. You you don't have to give yourself that problem. Exactly. Exactly. Like <laughs> do future you a favor. Always do future you a favor. Like that <laughs> should should just be how you live your life. And and if past you fucked up a little bit, that's okay. <laughs> Forgive her. You don't we don't know her anymore. We are different. We are better. We are thriving and we all are can, constantly improving. All you can do is move forward yep. with, with the the knowledge that you have now. And the knowledge we are giving you. And Maybe a really great self-tanner. Yes. Yes. Saint-Tropez is a classic. I know Coco and Eve is really popular right now. Do you have any other brands that you like for self-tanner? I like Saint-Tropez. That's what I have. And I have the mitt. Uh, like a little off topic, but have you tried like doing the the spray yourself or on anybody? The, like like the legit spray tan? Yeah. No, but I have thought about it because apparently you you just get certified. Like you don't have to be anybody. You could like oh. you could get certified. You don't need to have like an esthetician's license or a cosmetology license. I mean, I bet you would do a you would make a killing if you offered spray tans. I mean, we've all talked about doing that at the lab because it's especially with the weddings here and everything. I've thought about it, but I already do a lot, so. I think somebody else should come here and do it. Maybe another provider at the lab will want to take that on. If you're interested, hit me up. (laughs) That was a solid promo. (laughs) Solid shout out to anyone who might want to do tanning at your, at the, at the Lash and Beauty Bar. I'm not, not looking. 
All right. Well, I think that's all we had for today. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you tell all of your friends to subscribe and download your Bestie SD podcast. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. It's at YBA pod. And you can submit all of your questions for Alyssa on the Ask an SD form. It's in our show notes. Or, you know, like just shoot us a DM and we'll get back to you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.